show. We done made it to the show. Our made it to the show. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. This is Tracy. And this is Ngazi. Welcome to uh, the very first episode of, of Things We've Learned. The podcast. Woo. Girl. So, what we learned, girl. Let's first of all talk about, dude, our 30s. <laughs> our 30s. Things we've learned about... Being in our 30s, or things we've learned from being in our 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the very first one that sticks to me is how slow your freaking metabolism gets. Dude. Like, so, just, I'm even thinking, okay, from our 20s to 30s, I could, that's a smooth 40 pounds. <laughs> smooth, is that a smooth 40. Dude, this struggle. Let me tell you, like, do you know last time I had carbs? Do when? you know? I went for a whole freaking month carbless. Girl, I've gone a year without carbs. And just to maintain my weight. I still have these round shiny cheeks. How about I went a year low carb and I decided to get bangs. Oh god. And <laughs> I look like Bruce Lee. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I mean, don't get it twisted. I mean, of course, in your, in your 30s, you learn to love yourself regardless, right? No, I do think so. I do I, think you I, learn to embrace yourself. Like I never knew I would be like, oh, well, look at my look at all the dimples in my arms. But then, hey, I'm still going to wear my shirt, my t-shirt anyway, and not really care too much. But it's crazy how the switch up happened. Like, like you're just more comfortable, I think, in your yeah, 30s. Yeah, I mean, you have to accept yourself for who you are, but... Um, I, I wish I had a heads up. Nobody told us our hips will spread. My hips? I, and you know I'm hippie. Yes. Like, it's spread. Yes. Spread. Okay? Across. Spread. And horizontally. <laughs> Across. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. No, it's crazy. And like, so remember in our 20s, we used to go to like vintage stores and you know how we used to do the whole vintage uh, vibe Berkeley. down in Berkeley? Yeah. And we will get like size seven shoes when we were like an eight and a half. And because it was cute. But like in my 30s, I could never. Because like I, so I'm a size nine. I was never a size seven. But then I, I, I do find the occasion. You size, had size seven. You know, size seven shoes in my where, collection. Did you have those white, those white vintage shoes that were size seven? <laughs> you remember those white shoes? Those white shoes. It was I paid so much money for those shoes. Like feet, like. Put my leg in them one day and almost freaking died. Dude, like okay? toes crossed inside of the shoe. <laughs> and the corns. Oh my god! I developed from that shoe. Like if we knew that those corns would last, you wouldn't have worn them. There was absolutely no sense in doing that. No sense. Like now, I have to say, if I can't fit it. I'm, I'm not, not buying it. Or if they're not comfortable. If they're not, girl. But then again, I do have a pair of lubes that are not comfortable. Com- but, you know, I mean, I am trying to get the heel cut down. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you, you, that, that definitely happens. I mean, I think anytime you tr- you want to be cute or you like being cute, you're going to sacrifice some comfort. But I think, I think in your 40s, is probably more com- comfort. And I think in the 50s, it's like, okay. Okay, girl, I'm not doing this. I mean, what I, at all, girl? I need to really. I actually, honestly, started paying attention to people in their 40s and 50s. They don't wear heels, just to really understand what's coming up. Because I feel like you know, in your 20s, you have that entitlement. Oh, age is on your side. You're yep. young. Everyone tells you how young you are. 
you know. They tell you how much time you have. You know, you just feel like, ah, time, you have time, you have time. No, you do not have time. You need to plan your life. Create great habits. Yeah. Work out, eat right, learn things. Create that structure early because. Find good coping skills because you're going to need them in your 30s. Oh, my God. Coping skills. Do you understand, like, I mean, I'm so happy that everyone, like, mental health is you know, the buzz right now because do you know the But here's struggle? the thing. I bet you our parents were going through anxiety and all of that stuff back then. But they just weren't... A, but they probably did... First of all, they probably didn't even know what it was. Even, well, maybe they just didn't acknowledge it because it felt like they were being weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's absolutely no reason why they didn't give us a heads up about anxiety. Because anxiety Seriously. is It's so, a real thing. They, it's so real and everybody goes through it. There's no reason why... They shouldn't have told us. We just never spoke about it. But maybe they just thought, oh, I'm stressed. It's part of life. Like, you know how growing up, the parents would say, oh, this is giving me high blood pressure. Like, they call everything high blood pressure. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and especially from people, like, our backgrounds. Yeah. We're Nigerian. And, yeah, Nigerians don't acknowledge mental health. Is no, like, they'll tell you it's not American. It's a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're depressed? What? Be strong. Yeah, mad. Do it, it's crazy. So, I, I mean, and I think a lot of us struggle with these things. I think this generation is probably more forthcoming just about... I mean, I like that. I mean, yeah. it definitely helps. I feel like I'm in good company. But, um, again, this is one of those things I feel like someone someone could have... I know my dad, personally, my dad struggled with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he would just mention he's feeling anxious, yeah. but I don't think... My dad didn't call it anxious. He just said, you're giving me high blood pressure. My dad said anxiety, but then I just didn't understand... What it was. Right. I didn't understand, like, what he was going through. I didn't understand... I don't know what he did to cope with it. You know what I mean? Like, he would just say, I'm anxious, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I... That's I, one thing, too. I think I am, like, in your 30s, you appreciate your parents, like, so much more for oh what... Oh, my for, God. Like, it's almost like you, all of a sudden, there's a light bulb, and you realize what they did for you. And also, too, as a parent, like, I have three kids. So, for me, I'm like, my mom did this, and she did it, like, four times, and... I just think back at all of my experiences, and I'm like, how does she have time to do that? No, I, I agree. Like, <laughs> I feel like, okay, so I think your 20s, you see, at least, let's say, when you become, like, a teenager into your 20s, you see your parents for who they are. Like, they don't, they, they're not just these, these crazy mythical people. Yeah. figures in your life who are so perfect and, like, you know are there to give you the best advice you start to see them as humans who are also capable of making mistakes yep. and then you roll into your 30s and to your point you definitely have an appreciation for yeah. their experiences because this adulting thing is not, not a joke and if you or anybody that had any type of resentment with your parents I think in your 30s you kind of realize like oh my god like I was so entitled to even feel like they should have been doing a, B, and C. Right. You start to see... When you, start you just start to really get it. Yeah. You see reasons. You, Dude, for me, I know as a kid, right? Like, I would hear my mom and, like, my aunties, like, maybe talking about, like, mess going on between them, like, mm-hmm. arguments, and this person is not talking to this person. Oh, I can't stand her. I always felt like these adults just... Are crazy. I just felt like, why can't they get it together? Like, it's so simple. I, I just didn't understand why 
they were so messy. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I always felt like... I, I Adulthood always, is messy. Man, now <laughs> in my 30s, I'm like, I clearly understand the need or the action to cut somebody off that's causing you stress. Yeah. Like, you definitely are more cognizant of situations that don't serve you. Yeah. And you're quick to move on from them. Yes. So... But I think that's all part of, like, self-awareness. Like, you know. Like, I think in, in my 30s, I have I know what I can and cannot do. Right. I think in my 20s, I was just very more accommodating. Like, oh, this person is crazy, but, you know, <laughs> at least I've known them for a while. Right. Or, you know, this person has... You care about the way things look. Yeah, you care more about what it looks like. like. I'll show and, up just so everyone... Yeah, so everybody knows I came yeah. and it's not, like, bad and they don't, like, think anything bad. Yeah. When I think about and now stuffing like, myself into no, like high doing jeans, it. like mm-mm. to an event that I don't it care gives about, me anxiety knowing just, that I have to suck in my stomach the whole night. Gonna, after I've eaten a bowl of pomegranates, I'm I'm not doing it. Okay, I'm gonna stay home. Because <laughs> you're killing me. No, it is. You know what pomegranate <laughs> blow to you? <laughs> she is an obsessive pomegranate. Yeah, pomegranates are amazing. By the way, pomegranates are amazing. So I'll say, yeah, definitely. Um, being in your thirties, you're more. At least I feel like I'm more aware of how people's energies affect me. Yeah. And I'm very good at removing myself from situations that I don't need to be in. Um, I would say, like, 30s also comes with a lot of life event changes. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, we're all going through things. A lot of us are getting married in yeah, our 30s. Yeah, I think 30s is our married years. A, a lot of us, of us are childbearing single. years. <laughs> childbearing years and also your body hormonally just goes through a lot in your 30s as well at least it starts to dude and you know your periods hurt more you got cramps more like in my 20s i used to like be clubbing with my cramps (laughs) and now i'm like laying down with heating pads i would stay up all night Mm-hmm. Like you go out and you're, you don't sleep for oh, you're mad and you're still functioning. Let me tell you something. If I don't sleep now. Let me tell you. So we worked in a hospital when we were like from like 18 years old onwards. And I would do 16 hour shift. I will come back home. We will get ready. We'll go to the club. We'll go to go dance at Reggae Gold. And then we will come back at five in the morning for work the next day starts at seven. Like, and I was good. And now, if I try that, I would, like, need a massage the next day. I would need to catch up on sleep for two days. I will basically almost die. So, <laughs> is there's definitely an energy shift that Ab- happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing I think about, so when I think about things I've learned from being in my 30s so far, like, I think education, education is not overrated, but, like, Attending, like spending an obscene amount of money on school is mad. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because then I think now you know how the debt affects you. Oh my God. And I think that also comes from us not only just having Nigerian parents, but also having baby boomer parents where like they were taught that education and school is the only way. So nobody was really, even though, yeah, some of them may have been entrepreneurs, but I think a lot of them were highly educated. Right. And so we had that pressure, like, don't go and do nonsense. Don't disgrace me. So we all wanted to go to school and perform. We all wanted to get the right degrees. We all wanted to go to the right schools. I mean, yeah, you also consider, oh, the prestige of the school. 
Yeah. Are you going to? Yeah. And yeah, when you think about the debt associated with these, um, you know, top brand schools mm-hmm. and <laughs> your prospects for work afterwards, I mean, it really it's not worth add it. Up. I don't think it's, it's worth it. And I tell my sister, um, the ROI sucks. It really does. It really does. You know how many people have like mass student loans? Loans, yeah. Yeah, that's something I'll definitely. I think I would do differently in my twenties. Is con- really consider yeah, the return on investment on spending that much money on an education. I mean, there are fields. There are a lot of things you can do that don't require you to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a degree from a, a school. Yeah, the prestigious name. Right, like. I think I would have saved more too because I bet you oh with God. the money we made in our thir- in our 20s we could have paid for some of our education. Well, that's true. That is true. But we were just like, oh, you know, I'm getting a loan. Like I know I couldn't wait for the day my Pale Grant and my Stafford loan came Girl. through. Like what, what <laughs> Sally <the> May. <laughs> what the You're like you're like I'm rich. Oh, I'm rich. Bitch. <laughs> Where are you we going? After you pay your tuition, you still have some chump change left. Like you would like stores. stop planning for the money. I'm, like, I'm back then, like I liked expensive jeans. I would go and buy, drop two hundred bucks on seven, jeans, seven, seven like jeans, jeans. Yeah. Joe jeans, and that was back when they were expensive. Okay, now you get them on sale at the rack, at least. But back then, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I would we would buy expensive be... shoes. Like we were just crazy. Like almost like we didn't have a care in the world. Like life was just easy. I think I would. <laughs> I would rethink that decision in my life the decision to to go to um well i went to nyu and paid like see i knew better than that my whole legs i didn't have money (laughs) i always said oh my gosh i'm going to nyu it didn't matter if the sun was falling out the sky it didn't matter what happened and fine i had an amazing experience at nyu however my student loans are mad Holding me every night. They are holding me, me hostage. Like, <laughs> and then when you go to these jobs and then you see the offer letter, you're like, wait, what? You really kind of understand like what's what's important at in your thirties. I think, it, yeah, I think you have like a a, a confidence about. I mean, by the I think it's ownership. Maybe I think like we kind of own where we are. Like, right, like you don't really have a choice, right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like you've, at this point... But, like, you're not uncomfortable by it. You've been like, through enough things, right? Like, you've gone through enough experiences. At least for me, I know, like, I lost my dad. Um, I went through, like, a series of crazy, ridiculous breakups. You know, I didn't think I would be 37 and single. But, like... You deal with those things and you realize, I mean, those things, nothing is really going to kill you, Mm-mm. you know, so you, you are better equipped to cope with things, but I just feel like the minutia of events that could possibly occur were not really broken down to me, you yeah. know, because I, I feel like I spent my whole life, I planned out what I wanted to do, you know, I'm like, I'm going to go to this school, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is my career path. You know, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to do these things. But those were the things that were instilled in us, though. But those like, things, life didn't just happen the way I planned. And life is not just about education and careers and marriage. Right. Like, there's still more. Right. There's still so much more that we didn't anticipate. And I've, I've learned that... Right. Like, even I, with friendships. Like, I, you know, in your 20s, you got friends and you guys are going out and there's not really... 
a lot of um responsibility involved like i don't know i don't even know if responsibility is the right word back then i don't know i didn't take my friendships as seriously like it was just a lot of us and we just have fun and it wasn't (laughs) you know what i mean yeah it just was and if if somebody acts acted crazy we're just like oh this person is so annoying and then we still hung out with them again like the next week but like now i'm like okay you're annoying like we're not doing this no, I agree. I think, I think. Is it for tolerance? Me, <laughs> My tolerance went down. For me. For sure. Biggest lessons. Life happens. You can plan your life into a, a nice structured Excel spreadsheet. None of those things will happen. Life, Half of them may happen. Girl. <laughs> the life, rest when life comes, are going to be random. You will be shocked. Like, yeah. I've just come to a place where I am, I am okay with the imperfection that's my life. Yeah. Like, I'm not struggling so much to make, to make sure it perfect. things... Exactly. Because do you know the devastation I felt the first time, like, things did not work out the way I planned? Uh, yeah, and I think there's more pressure in life just on how things appear rather than right. being happy or um, people just kind of put more focus on... And then with social media now, it's a farce. Like, everybody <laughs> is just out here creating whatever image they want you to buy right 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 i mean you you definitely understand like you speak about tolerance being low like you have to maintain like with the chaos that is life you really have to prioritize what matters to you and i i feel like just from just from social media and all those things Mm -hmm. i i see and i read i'm so everyone is prioritizing their freaking mental health which is amazing. There are a lot of mental health geared type quotes and stuff like that. I love those. those are and those favorite. are the ones I like. Because yeah. I'm like, yes! Oh they must be in their 30s too. And the so, to, to exes. Oof. Oh God, the subs. Boy, do I love but them. I also think, do we do subs in our 30s? Um, I honestly don't... I don't do subs personally. I'm not personally. a sub person either. Me like, neither. I don't go on social media subbing people. Like, Me if I either. have something to say to you, I'm, I'm texting you. I almost feel like subs are kind of a sign of weakness. It's silly. In a way. It's silly. And it's petty, it's silly, I think, yeah. right? I think it's silly. I think it's I mean, silly. I do like being petty. I have my petty moments. But, yeah, but I subs, don't think... If you To me, if you have a genuine issue with somebody, please... Text That's them. not even something you go on social media. Like, to say, yeah. For me, like, social media is... I'm popping up. For I'm me, coming. social media is just... is fun for me. Like, I like just looking at things that stimulate me. I like images. Visually right. or... Knowing what... Yeah. Just kind of having a sense that people... Like, of people that I... Yeah. You know, I know are doing things. But it's it's not real, like, communication. It's not viable. For me. Like, Mm-mm. in my... Real life, not to my friends. Yeah, I'm going on social media to text you, Gazi. Yeah, send you a message. It's weird. It's very strange. (laughs) But what I do hate is when people, especially people in in their thirties or in our age group, and they say, "Oh, you know, I don't care what anybody says thinks about my post or my pictures." I'm like, "Yes, you do. It's social media. We all care about what people think about our pictures. Like, that's that's why we post our best thing." People, if you thought your picture was ugly, it's usually for people's birthdays. I just go on their social media and get a picture because I know they think it's cute. You're not going to post what you thought was ugly. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like everybody wants, it is looking for some sort of validation, even if it's just for friends to be like, oh, hey, girl, you look fire. Oh, this is cute. Like, we all like it. You know what I mean? So I think I don't, I don't buy into that whole notion of I don't care. Because I think we all. I think. 
I don't know. I feel, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, to a certain degree, we all kind of, the validation is the point, right? But I also think you also have to be in a mind frame where you are posting things that you, I mean, you literally cannot think about everyone else. Like if you're posting a cute picture, it's a yeah. picture that you think is cute. True. Not a picture that, um, I think is cool. You know what I mean? You, you to me being in my thirties or being who I am, I feel like I post things that I like as opposed to thinking about what everybody else likes. I try my best to, to, to stay in that stay lane. In that lane yeah. Um, I think it's important for me as a person to just for my sanity to just do what I want to do. It's a work in progress. It's not something that comes natural, but that's, that's something I work on. That's something I, I do. Um, but to your point, there is the pressure of, it's, it's yeah, hard, because it's if it's just balance. about expression, we're expressing ourselves in real life. So right. for hard, us to, okay, I'm expressing myself, but now I want other people to see that I'm expressing myself. It's like hard, there's still an element balance. of that. I mean, and also with social media with the, with the, um, with the idea that you can, you know, make money. Well, yeah, I, I mean, those are two separate things. I think too, if you're using it socially or if you're using it to monetize, you know, right, your brand. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still think there's an element of validation that everybody's looking for. True that, true that, true that. So, I mean, I don't know if that ever goes away, 30s, 40s, 50s. But <laughs> I know it's not, it's not, it's it's more in your, you feel that way more in your 20s than you do in your 30s. I can tell you that. Because I don't think I really care that much. But I do, I mean, when I post things, I do kind of care. Like, I want, right. I want everybody to think it's cute too. No, <laughs> like, I can't You know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, with that, I don't even know necessarily if it's like an aged thing. Somewhat, because I think you care more about what people think in your younger days. Right, true. For the most part. I can see that. I, I, I mean, there's some people that are 50 or that still care what people th- think. But... <laughs> That's a lost I'm sorry. If you're 50, if you're 50 and you're still like, oh my God, do they like... Please. I think by 50, you should have really like... You should have kind of mastered... You should be more of, solid than that, right? Of just, I mean, Not at this point, up. it's you and yourself. You know what I mean? Like, we can't be out here. I mean, it's, it's a humbling lesson, I have to say. It's a humbling, it's a humbling experience. Aging, Abby. Aging is a humbling experience because I know when, and, and this is not even trying to be funny, like, yeah. my lower gut, when I started to have... Okay, let's talk about looks. When I, when like, I let's go there. When I started to have that extra feeling there... I was just like, what is going on? You yeah. know what I mean? And then it comes to a point where it's there. I have to accept it's there. I know. And it seems like the most shallow thing to like discuss, but it's so real. No, it's, it's a thing. Like, it's, you know what? Even. Let me tell you. So, I've noticed even in people's like reaction to me. You think it's different? It's different. Like in my 20s. Are you kidding me? I walk down the street. Please. People are like smiling. Now... Sometimes I'm just like I no I'm invisible. <laughs> I have like the invisibility cloak from freaking Harry Potter on. Like nobody cares. It's like, are you there or not? No one is checking for you. And I mean I, I would say at some point I was like, Wow, is this is this what it feels like to be in your thirties? Nobody cares. But the the good thing about it though is 
when someone i feel like connections are more genuine yeah right because people gravitate towards you because they really like you like you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like you're not out here selling the dream Mm -hmm. or it's not superficial in a sense like if i have a conversation and i connect with you it's more are you talking about males or females because i kind of think but just in general i think it's more intentional your interactions with people Mm -hmm. the older i've become i feel it's more intentional like, I'm not going to waste my time having, like, a 30-minute conversation with someone I, I don't care for. You know what I mean? Unless I can, I'm stuck in a tight space with them. I still can just be like, yeah. Like, I could be on the train, and if somebody's like, oh, I like your shoes, girl, I'll be like, oh, thanks. Girl, I'm in New York. I just, <laughs> I just put my airport in. Like, I, there's no apologies. I'm like, I don't want to have a conversation right now. Sorry. I'm not to be mean, but you know what I mean? But, Tracy, you always have conversations with random-ass people. That's a different story. <laughs> story for another day. So, but, I don't know what it is about me. But, but like, I think, okay, so like, even let's even go down to something so basic like our skin, right? I don't know. I felt like in your 20s, you have all the right amount of hormones that do everything. And they're all functioning the right way. Everything is just doing what it's supposed to do. Right. And I just feel like in your 30s, you start getting like these little... Some people, you get a chin hair. You get like little... <laughs> bumps around your your cheek area like the little cystic hormonal thing you get a mustache mustache. (laughs) like it's just weird like i just (laughs) i just feel like my skin is not the same so like i i might have to wear more makeup in my 30s also too like something that you probably won't even notice right because it's like oh you're looking at yourself every day you're like oh it's the same face but like you start noticing these little lines like when you smile like the little crow feet line by your eye or like, and I notice it in people now. Um, or like oh, frowns, like you know your little frown line, oh, I see that. or the forehead lines, or like even just losing fat in your face. That starts in your thirties. I, I and like fat I notice face. like <laughs> no, but like in the wrong spots though. Like the rest of your face is still fat, but like under your eye has a depression. Like just these little things that nobody probably notices. Like, right. and they're just tiny little things, but like they're all an accumulation of things that's gonna just like have a huge impact one day like one day you're just gonna look at your face and be like what the hell is this Dude, as far as looks go or like physical looks elements go looks yes a big change for me that i've noticed is my freaking knees my joints yeah and i oh my god like i work out and i'm going down the subway stairs and i feel like i need someone to put me in the wheelchair do you remember when we used to run the lake and then we'll go do the stairs and we will five Five times times a week week. three and a half miles five yes and then we'll just do all these like weight bearing things like on our knees and we'll go dance and we'll go down to the ground and like nobody got time for that like i'm sitting here with the adult two-step once i come home from work and i sit on my couch good luck goodbye even to stand up from the couch (laughs) like it hurts just to stand up from the couch and we're not even in our 40s yet i mean but on the flip side though i will say i have been trying to make some corrections in these things i mean i feel like if there's anything i can say out for people who are listening right now you need to Start get ahead of it. Get ahead of these things. Start taking your supplements. But I early. think the nice thing get now. Oh, I am a supplement junkie. Like, clean, now, wash your face when you come back from the freaking club. Like, do yeah. not let. Start early. Start early. Start early, girl. Start early, and you can do this because I mean, there are people I mean, our age. The thing is, like, let's not act people. like we're like you know duds. We're not complete duds. I mean, we could get it popping a little bit on a good day. I don't know. But like. <laughs> 
because like considering we don't have any health problems we're healthy yeah we have anxiety from time to time right. but it's not like we're unhealthy right. but i think also too like we we educate ourselves um and in your 20s i don't really think you think about it because i think in your 20s you just think oh it's normal like i'm always gonna feel like this like you don't you don't, you don't think, think about you don't it. think about it we don't think about the future like Mm-mm. the effect of things i actually did have a friend who always would say to me like when like if a guy was trying to talk to me he would say to me you better really think your looks are going to fade someday like I was always like, who is this messenger of doom? Like, what is like, wrong with you? Your it? looks are going to fade one day. Like, why like, are you a hater? Your looks are going to fade you one day. What are you talking I'm about? Like, <laughs> I'm like, don't be a hater. But then now I think back, I'm like, I mean, he was really, like, telling me, though. Like, yeah. you don't have all the time. You, looks are going to fade, mm-hmm. which is why you really need to focus on more substantial things. You know? True. Most, I mean, even connecting with people, it's really not about looks. No, it's not. You know, and you learn that. You you now like it's, it's almost like you don't have a choice but to understand like, hey, I have these stretch marks. They're not going anywhere. Um, I just have to be a good person with them. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, when you have kids, just like in your thirties, oh my god, kids. it is just not okay. So I had two kids in my twenties, and my last kid, my third kid was in my 30s and let me tell you i left the hospital and i did not lose one pound i got on a scale so my first kid i was 26 i got on the scale when i was done i got home from the hospital i lost 38 pounds but then again i did gain like an ungodly amount well, of weight you were like the weight loss queen but i was the weight loss queen but, but i came home from the doctor's off from having the baby two days later and i got on the scale i lost 38 pounds Two weeks later, I had lost like 42 pounds. And by the time I was six months, I was back in my stuff. And it was just like normal. Like, I don't know. I just expected that to happen every time. Mm. Luckily, my second one, I was throwing up and stuff. So I didn't gain as much weight. But that last one, I was like, oh, my God. I came home. I was the exact same weight. Not even one pound. I'm like, okay, well, the baby was... No, like, but, but Gazi, the, even the weight of the baby Gazi, didn't go least, away. Gazi, like at least you had kids. 37, okay? <laughs> well, no then kids. take a page out of my book. I don't know. Get ready now. Luke, get ready for Get what? skinny now. Because yeah. after get you skinny. pop one out, Bro. your weights will double. We'll see what happens with that. I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't really think... Th- I don't think too much about that, but I think that's also something. No, but it's real. Like when it actually happens, it's real. People should consider, like think about those things. If it's something that means so much to you. I mean, for me, if I have kids, fine. If I don't, you know, I'm okay. You have to plan early if if that's something. Yeah. And the thing too is like your body just changes like after. Because even with the planning though, nobody tells you. Nobody. Who told us? Who, who, Who prepared me for this? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Who who tells you, like, okay, you can plan and plan and plan. I have so many friends who are, like, we're all in our late 30s. Mm-hmm. And we're quite single. We don't have kids. And for a lot of us, it's like, you know, nobody, nobody, you never see this coming. You know what I mean? You never see this coming. So, I I think you want to kind of. I don't, I mean, I think to myself, I don't know that there's anything I could do differently. Mm-hmm. Life happened and I accept that. But again, I just feel like the option just never really crossed my mind. 
You know, but she I never mean? really wanted to have kids like that, though. Like, it wasn't like your lifelong dream. It wasn't like my lifelong dream, but like, I mean, it still is. I mean, again, I love kids. If it happens, I'm okay with it. It's not one of those things that's like a, you're like dying. Over. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna have kids by myself. Yeah. If if I have a partner to do it with, I would attempt yeah. it. But I'm, it's not. It's not something I'm gonna do by myself. But I'm just saying that just the idea that. It is a possibility. You know, I think a lot of us now, in a, we're finding ourselves or learning, unlearning things that, you know, we thought were good for us. You know, traditions, things that we just learned subconsciously from our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bad relationships, like all those things that I feel a lot of women are working through. Um, and, I, and I think that's great. I don't know. What else have we learned about being in our 30s? Um, besides being fat. Oh. Besides <laughs> not having life figured out. Even when you have life figured out. Is there even such a thing? I feel like even when you have life... Like, do you ever really have life figured you out? You really don't. I think that's what Like, I don't thing. think any age group has life figured out. Like, uh, but you, we learned that. Because, I mean, there's also a lot of people in our age group who are going through divorces that they did true. not see coming. That is true. And that's one area that is true you know my passion for this this area (laughs) like no that's one thing that we didn't see coming or we didn't just given the fact that our parents stuck it out together and kudos to people who are actually making taking steps to you know come out of situations that are not healthy for them healthy or good for them but that's something that's but i think also too that's a generational thing just think like back in our parents time there it was more patriarchal um i think back then women cared about what things appeared like right, right. somebody can be beating them in the house and they would just come outside and smile right. like i think people cared more about the image and i think today people really care about their experiences and their happiness i think more than they did back then Girl, you know, like, I, if there's anything I know in this life, I was not meant to be unhappy. Right. Like, this life is a gift. Is anyone really? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I think people every, can stick through unhappiness, but I do. Think... Some people, some people, I mean, people have told me that I, um, what, what's the word? I'm happy, good, lucky. Like, I, basically, I just live in, in, in an illusion. You're a flower child. Right. I'm, I'm living in an illusion of happiness. And I'm like, okay, it's your point. It's just, you're also entitled to stay in your misery. It's your decision. But um, I feel like, I think that's a good thing, though. Like, now in our 30s, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people are actually taking the steps. But that's self-awareness, too. Because at the end of the day, everybody knows, like, what they can and can't do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that comes with part of that is self-awareness because until you make that discovery, you're just going to be doing what other people want you to do or what you think you should do or what society says you should do and you kind of don't really have your own thoughts and it just makes it more of an unfulfilled life. Right. Well, I mean... There's definitely a lot of good things, I would say, from being, like, I've experienced from being in my 30s. Yeah, I mean, I think most of it is positive. I mean, we're right. kidding around talking about fat, and, I mean, that's real, but <laughs> it's not as important. Like, right, right, right. yeah, because, I mean, we can lose weight if we killed ourselves, but... <laughs> 
in the gym, you know? But, um... And why are their mouth shuts? (laughs) On a serious note, I think, um, gosh, for for me, it's been self-awareness. I think I have more emotional intelligence now that I'm in my 30s. I feel like I know what I want. I know who I am. You do. I'm more comfortable with who I who I am. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy. I mean, happier. I am actually a happier person in my thirties. Yeah. To be, to be honest, because in my twenties I was just so emotional. I was like, and I think I'm just more confident and secure. And I know some of it. I think I've always been just a secure person in my in who I am. Right. But I think that also came from my childhood. Like my dad was a very he instilled that stuff in us young. Like nobody could tell me nothing. Right. 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 Like. Right. Same here. I, it, I don't even feel like I was. I would have been able to have been uh, verbally abused. I had an ex that tried to tried Gr- to verbally had, abuse had, me. I had one, but I just it. I used to laugh. Like I thought it was funny. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like I thought it was funny. Like do these words really like hurt people? But I would just laugh because right. I was so secure. Like nobody could tell me shit. Right. Like if you tell me I'm stupid. I know I'm not stupid. Like, right. like I know for a fact I'm not stupid. So, right. to me, that was dumb. Like, yeah, yeah. And I used to always tell him, like, you really have to try this on a more weak-minded person because this is embarrassing that you think this has an impact on me. Right. But then, I mean, a lot of people, at least for... So, I've, I've always been secure in who I am. However, I did... I would say I... I, I, I think I wavered more I when was I was a, younger. I would say I was a people pleaser. Yeah, me too, I, I to an extent. Say, especially my, my 20s, I feel like I, I cared about how people felt about things. Like, I would endure things just to smooth For things over. For people's sake. Should I did some of that in my 30s. <laughs> I mean, definitely carried along. Carried along. I know, like, yeah. I've internalized that lesson. Like, I wish I wish a nigga would. Yeah. Uh, as we talk about the, the, the pros. Like, yeah. the good things about being 30. Yeah. Absolutely, I feel. I, I I'm a happier person. That's what I was talking about. I'm a happier person. I feel now like. You know the serenity prayer, the wisdom mm-hmm. to know the things you can mm-hmm, change, mm-hmm. and the, the you know the wisdom to know the difference, the things that you can't change, you let them be. Right. I feel like I've embodied that prayer now. Like I don't, but you can't you can't bother yourself with things that you Mm-mm. you know, and you definitely. It's your responsibility to move yourself from things that are not serving. So I, I feel I feel good about that. Like I know this thirties, I got some really really like hard important lessons. lessons. Yeah, a lot of pivotal things happened to me that shifted my perspective. Thought, just... My perspective back to my core being. Cause yeah, my core like I have always been a very outspoken person. Yeah, very passionate about the things I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, at some point... And sometimes just in life, and we kind of let certain things... We, it could be our environment, certain relationships with people. Right. You kind of let that silence your perspective, like your true core being sometimes. Absolute, that was absolutely me. And absolutely coming back me. to that is the most liberating feeling. That just was, knowing I, that dude. Absolutely me. Like, now, I, I really don't care. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> you're not feeding me, I can't be bothered. Like, you know? Yeah. But then just those little experiences, something as little as I couldn't even imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Something as little as a breakup, breaking up with somebody, even with the like with social media, breaking up with right. somebody, like the idea of like, 
uncoupling with somebody, like going to take down pictures. Oh my God, what would people say? It's stressful. What yeah. What people do? <laughs> oh my God, I'm engaged. I had a trad wedding. And now it's, I, I can't move forward with that. What are people going to say? Now it's right. really like. And then when you do take the pictures down, the calls, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I know you, I mean, you know, oh. I feel like I can't even see how I could have like dealt with that in my 20s. You know what I mean? It's almost like, thank God this wasn't there in our 20s social media. So I kind of I kind of wonder what, like, people in their 20s now that are heavy in social media, like, how is it impacting just their perception of themselves? Right. You go to college and you find that the unique things about you are the great cool. things about you. Right. right. That's what people want to see. Yeah. You kind of lose that high school mentality. Because when you think about it, all the people from high school, they all look a hot mess. Like, the people that were cute back then. The people that were popular, the people that they're losers now. Like a lot of them are. They're losers no, they are. Like I've seen, there were people that we thought were, oh my gosh. So good looking. Yes. And they were popular and it just seemed like all those things, they had everything that mattered back then. Right. And now in our 30s, like a dot of those things don't even matter anymore. Like right. who cares? Right. Who the hell cares? <laughs> my two, first two years in 30, I was like, this is too much. Oh my God. I was God. like, what is this? Like I'm not the youngest person. I don't even think I felt thirties till like my till I hit like till my thirty fifth. I'm not the youngest person on my job. You know how you be like, oh, you're the cool, you're the young kid who's like, I mean, in my my class, I was always the youngest person at work up until recently. And I was like, in my class, I was the youngest in my one Mm -hmm. of the youngest younger people in my class too. And then you get to your thirties, and it's almost like age when you're filling out those forms, Mm -hmm. and they're like your age range. I'm like, oh my god, like it's creeping up. I'm no longer in the little mid part. Yeah. claim to fame is i'm a millennial but i told somebody at work and i was like oh i'm a something something i was like hey i'm a millennial she was like you are oh. and i was like wait, 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 wait what type of insult is this <laughs> what do you mean you are and she was like wait are you really she's like i'm not saying you look old or anything oh my but <laughs> oh my gosh rude awakening <laughs> i mean the biggest thing i mean time does go by yeah it does um definitely just think think Take a moment to think about the future and where you fall in. Think about things that will change. Things from your looks, your your location. I mean, life changes. Like, you want to really kind of think about them in little bits and be a little more prepared. Because and gosh, in your 20s, start planning for your legacy. Don't yeah. go into debt. Don't, yeah. like, be more if I knew, I swear, kid you not. So there was a credit card company on campus when I was in college. And I went and I signed up and I don't know why I was just thinking to myself, like, like I signed up today that like a week later I had maxed out the card. (laughs) Like, I just didn't know that this is not what it's for. Like, I just thought, oh, extra money. Now I'm just going to get those shoes that I wanted or like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think about it. That's in an the, educated well, that's manner. one of the like, craziest things, though. Like, with all the money we pay for school, like, financial literacy is not something that no, is a class that no, they make. No, that not. should be one of your freaking That should be, classes. like, your core. It should. Yeah. It should. It should be. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's separate conversation. Um, I think we've exhausted some of the... Th- at least the most of the things that we've learned about being 30. But we've learned some shit. And we'll... Yeah, I'm, I have to I talk mean, about it next time. Yeah, I'm definitely curious to know what people feel 
what people think. Um, are there other things you feel you've experienced from being in your 30s that you would like to share? Things that you would tell your younger self not to do, just so we can share that information with the younger ones. Um, we will definitely um, like to hear your thoughts on Yeah, post Instagram. on our IG. Yeah, on Instagram. You can find us at the things we've learned. Um, we'll definitely have the same Twitter handle, the things we've learned. Yep. Um, I've had such a fantastic time talking about this with you guys. Me too. And I have so much more to say, but... Um, I look forward to other topics. We have a nice, nice list of things that we're going to go over. We're going to talk about friendships. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about a lot of things and give you guys our perspective on the things we've learned. Um... All right, that about wraps it up. Yes, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll like to hear from you. Talk soon. See ya.